Amen. Man, it's good to be here, isn't it? Shoot. Let's just talk about Easter for a minute. Easter is all about celebrating resurrection. Okay? And resurrection is what separates Christianity from every other group on the planet. Okay, resurrection, uh, you know, other, other groups, other religions, they have great leaders they look to and follow, but so do we. Everybody say, so do we. So Amen. Uh, other, others have sacred books, and they cherish them, and they passionately study them, but so do we. So do we. Look at your neighbor say, so do we. Get with the program. This is going to take forever. Okay. Uh, others have gathering places and fine facilities in which they gather to worship, but so do we. Uh, others have great masses of people that call themselves devoted followers, but but we got one thing ain't nobody else got. We have a leader that rose from the dead. Okay, he, I said he rose from the dead. He gave us life and the power of resurrection. Come on, somebody, you need to be celebrating today. Man, this, this resurrection power that Jesus came to connect us to, can I just tell you something about it? That, that it, it's the thing that separates you from the rest, which is why you shouldn't live like you ain't got it. I said that it's why, it's, it's why you should act like God's alive and well and not like, you know, don't live like people who don't know God. Man, I'm telling you, God wants you to, to, to experience a life that will blow your mind. Jesus said, I came that you would have and enjoy life in abundance to the top till it overflows. He's talking about more life than death. More joy than sorrow, more peace than chaos, more hope than despair, more provision than lack, more hope than, hello, more healing than sickness, more, come on. Man, we serve an awesome God. And, and he, brought, he brought some stuff to the scene that, that changed everything. It's why you probably need to up your ask. I know we got to be careful with this. I've had several people email <laughs> Which you know that that's life changing for me. Okay. Look at your neighbor, say up your ask. Up ask. Look back and say up yours too. Up yours. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who who would have thought did you get to say that right at church? Up yours too, buddy. Up your up yours too. Don't settle for a dead end life when resurrection life is available. Come on, you need to up your ask. Christianity, let me tell you something, it's not based on a set of ideas, creeds, morals, beliefs, lifestyle, disciplines, or practices. It might produce all of those things, but Christianity is based entirely, exclusively upon the resurrection power that was demonstrated by Jesus Christ. Without resurrection, our preaching would be useless, your faith would be impotent, your future would end at death. You'd know no freedom from sin. All who ever trusted in Christ would be lost. You, if a, if a believer, would be a false witness. Everything hinges on resurrection. The whole thing hinges on this one thing. You know, well, it's an empty tomb, and I'm glad the tomb is, I mean, glad the stone was rolled away. But an encounter with an empty tomb really ain't going to do that much for you. 
It's not encountering an empty tomb that's going to make a difference. It is a collision with a risen Savior that's going to make the difference in your life. It is, it, it, it is an encounter with, with resurrection power that makes the difference. See, it's just easier sometimes to deal with, with life and our thoughts and our heart if we kind of treat Jesus like an unresurrected Jesus. He's easier because Easter is what made Jesus dangerous. It's what freaked them out back then. It's what's freaking them out still today. Come on, somebody. Because of Easter, you have to personalize to his audacious claims. All his claims now are yours. And you no longer have the ability to pick and choose from his sayings. Easter means he's out there somewhere. He's loose. Hello, somebody. You, you know, man, 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 oh, death, where's your sting, man? You, you, you did everything you could to take him out, and God, all he did is elevate him up. Man, I'm telling you what, if Easter is resurrection, and resurrection is life, and if he's alive, then we got to deal with this thing. Look at somebody say, it's time for you to deal. You know, you heard some stories this morning of people, you know, just a few among the many, you know, Nicole, is that an awesome story? Man, I'm telling you, Nicole's life, nobody, if you had told her where she was going to be, you know, nobody would have believed it. How about Ray, huh? Come on, give it up for Ray. Thank God for freedom. Brianna, Mike, Kevin, you know, and you hear, these are just a few of the many that, that could be told right here in this room and all brought to you today by the power of resurrection. that awesome? <laughs> Man, I, I tell you, if we could tell you stories about Jesus, and they might, and we could, we could make it compelling. We could, we could talk about the fact that he's unique in his birth. Can you imagine growing up from an immaculate conception? Where do you think the phrase started, who's your daddy? <laughs> I like that. Okay. He lived a life like no other previous or after him. He was unique in his nature. Think about it, 100% God, yet 100% man. Even his death is a powerful tale. And the, and the way that they beat him and mocked him and shamed him and it, it, it took him and, it, it, you know, all of that. But it was his demonstration of resurrection that was the difference maker. Okay, resurrection, you know, it's like, and just be careful that when, when, when you're thinking about Easter and resurrection, that you don't just think of it in terms of, uh, you know, in the past, Jesus was, you know, he was resurrected, and in the future, you know, it sounds like we're all going to be resurrected together, so we got this past thing, we got this future thing, but don't neglect the present resurrection power that Jesus came to demonstrate. That was his purpose on earth, was to demonstrate the power of resurrection life. Resurrection didn't begin, you know, after the cross. Jesus was showing resurrection power the entire time he was present. That was the demonstration he came to show. He, I mean, think about it, okay? Uh, Jesus, remember at, at the wedding? Remember that first miracle at the wedding when the party was dying? This party's dead. He resurrected the party. Hey, for some of you guys, you could use a party resurrection. Okay, you know, and in John 4, there's the nobleman's son, and he said he's going to die, and Jesus steps in and says, watch this. And in Luke 5, remember when the fishing business was dead? 
They'd worked all night, caught nothing, washing empty nets. But Jesus says, you want to see something? Launch out into the deep and lower your net for a haul. And you better have some friends because one boat ain't going to work. In Mark 1, unclean spirits had destroyed a man's life, and leprosy was choking the life out of another individual's future, and Jesus demonstrated the power of resurrection. In Matthew 8, the centurion's servant received life from a distance. I mean, Jesus didn't even go. He just sent his word and resurrected him. In Luke 7, he raised the widow's son from the dead. In Matthew 8, the disciples are screaming, we're going to die, and Jesus resurrected a calm in the middle of a storm. Stepping off the boat in Matthew 8, he encounters men who've lost their freedom to demons, and he resurrects their liberty. Matthew 9, he's introduced to a paralyzed man, and he resurrected his future right there on the spot. Then he raised the ruler's daughter from the dead. I, you know, we could go on and on and on. Think about it. We, we, we haven't talked about the woman with the issue of blood or the blind eyes that he opened or the people that couldn't talk and he resurrected the power of speech. We didn't talk about the pool of Bethesda or the withered hand of the woman in Cana and her daughter or the event, even the Lazarus after four days in a tomb when Jesus said, dude, I'm resurrection life. I'm resurrection life. As a believer, you are now plugged in to the source of resurrection life. If you believe, resurrection life is yours. Uh, and it, here's the deal is that, you know, in church and, and in the minds of a lot of people, they think that the power starts when you die. Why would you wait till you die before you really, really live? Eternal life, resurrection life. Okay, because eternal life, the word is zoe, resurrection life, eternal life. It, man, we're talking about the same thing here. And, and, and the deal is, is that uh, uh, that life don't start, you know, when they're putting dirt in your face and eating potato salad. That, 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 that life starts if any man be in Christ. He's now new. That old life, that died. And now a new life is resurrection power is on the scene. And all things are fresh and new. Look at somebody say hello and f- you're fresh. Just look back and say you're fresh. Mm. I like this better. Look, look, look at him and say just up your ask. Mm. See, here's the deal. Here's, here's the message. I hope that you're getting it this morning. That if somebody told you about what God is ready and prepared to do in you, through you, for you, amongst you, and by you, in your life, if somebody would begin to describe the future God has planned for you, you wouldn't believe it, even if you were told. Habakkuk 1.5 said, man, check it out. Go ahead and look at even the nations. Look around you. Look and be amazed. For I'm going to do something. I'm doing something in you and in your own day. In your own day. Say, in my own day. No, say, in my own day. He said, I'm going to do something that you wouldn't believe it even if somebody told you about it. God has this plan, and you won't believe it, what he's going to do in you, what he's going to do through you, what he's going to do for you. Hello, somebody. I'm telling you, hell freaks out. Because if you connect to resurrection life, if you make a, 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 you know, an identification and say, man, that's the life I'm supposed to have. That, that's where I'm at. Hell freaks out because, uh, see, 
Resurrection power was never intended for a solitary experience. It wasn't just about Jesus being raised from the dead. Resurrection, literally one of the definitions of that word is that after death has wore itself out again, resurrection stands back up again. See, some of you have dealt with situations in your own life when it seems like death has just been wearing itself out on you. Man, you, you know, you just get hidden from every side and, and, and beat up and torn up, but I'm telling you that you got resurrection power on the inside of you. Amen. You, you know, you hear all these different resurrection stories. No, you, you need to start pinning your own. I'm telling you, there's a resurrection story in you that God wants to demonstrate Satan's defeat through your life in every day of your existence. Man, 2 Corinthians 4.8, check it out. Paul's writing, and he's trying, to, he's trying to communicate this. He said, you know what? We're hedged in on press on every side. Anybody ever felt hedged in? Ever felt depressed? We're troubled and oppressed in every way, but we're not cramped. We're not crushed. We suffer embarrassments. We're perplexed. We can't find a way out. Have you ever been in a spot you just couldn't even find the way out? He said, but we're not driven to despair. We're, we are pursued and persecuted and hard-driven, but not deserted to stand alone. You ain't on your own. Come on, somebody. You ain't on your own today. We're struck down. I love this one. We're struck down to the ground, but never struck out. Struck down, but never struck out. Jared, I'm glad you're here. The happiest man on earth sitting right over there. He said, we're always caring about in the body. And being exposed to this putting of death that the Lord suffered so that the resurrection life may also be shown in us. Why doesn't God, if God loves people, if God cares, why doesn't he remove evil from the earth? Well, the removal of evil would make the value of resurrection life low. You've got to understand something, that victory is meaningless Unless failure is a viable possibility. We're launching a series starting today. And I want to challenge you over the next three weeks or so. I want to challenge you to up your ask. Don't just expect him to save you for a future but expect him to live in you in the present. Elevate, elevate your anticipation, your expectation. Jack it up and say, man, I'm telling you something. I'm going to believe God for something big. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to put God on the spot. I'm telling you, you're not going to intimidate God with your little ask. Okay. No, you're not going to intimidate God. And check this out. I got one more verse for you. Look at John 15, 7. And this one, this, I'm telling you, if you get it, it's going to rock your world. Okay. John 15, 7 says, if you abide in me, if you abide in me, and my word abides in you, you'll ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. If, that's a big if. That's a big if. He didn't say if you attend church services. He didn't say if you fill your own offering bucket. Dang, I wish he'd said that. 
He, he, he didn't say, you know, if, if you like Pastor Tom's Facebook page, which by the way, I realized this week how important imaginary friends are to some of you. And you know those friends on Facebook, those are your imaginary friends. You, you, you are making fun of people with imaginary friends, and now you got 500 of them. Congratulations. He said, if you abide in me, the word abide is to continue, if you continue and refuse to die or let die. If you abide in me, who is he? He's the word. Everybody say, he's the word. If you get in the word and refuse to let the word die, see, the, the enemy, remember when Jesus said the sower sows the seed, the seed's the word of God, but immediately the enemy comes to what? Snuff out that seed. He comes to try to get that seed. He tries to, in, in effect, he tries to get you talked into uh, allowing uh, what, what God said to die on the inside of you. To let, let the promise die. Let, let the vision die. Let the hope die. Let the dream die. Just settle where you're at. Don't, don't press in. You don't, you, you don't understand. You think it's hard now. Wait until you try to believe God for bigger things. It's even going to get harder. And he's trying to get you to let it die. But he said, if you refuse to let my word die, die. My word is rhema. He said, if, if you continue and refuse to let the rhema die, if you will continue, and my word continues in you. And you know what he said? If you, if you refuse to let the word die, the word will refuse to let you die. If you won't let the promise die, God said, there won't be nothing that can kill the promise. And he said, you can ask what you will. You know what that means? Whatever you can imagine. If you, if you get in the Word and refuse to let the Word die, the Word will come alive in you, and you can ask whatever you imagine. And whatever you imagine will be done. But you need to get, you need to get out your little old Greek lexicon or something, and you, and you need to study this because what it says is that what you ask for will begin to rise up out of the dust if necessary. God said, if you get in me and my word gets in you, you can ask for stuff that don't exist. I'll create it for you. See, some of you... you, you Okay, now just look straight at me. I mean, don't fidget. Don't, don't look to the left or the right. Don't elbow anybody. Some of you could use resurrection life in your marriage. And the spouse that you've dreamed of apparently doesn't exist. But if you get in the Word and let the Word get into you, and you refuse to let the Word die, the, the Word of God will begin to resurrect life into that relationship. And up out of the ashes. <laughs> See, some of you have business situations, and it looks like it's dying. I'm telling you, you need to get into the Word and let the Word get into you, and, and you can ask for things that don't exist. And God said, I'm going to create that for you. I think it's time to up your ask. I think it's time to say, hey, I, I need to elevate my faith. I need to believe God for bigger things because Jesus didn't head to that cross, be 
tormented and scourged and, and beaten and, and ridiculed and spat on and get his beard pulled out and take the lashes and wear the thorns on, uh, 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 you know, on the crown and, 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 and go, go through all that to go, to, go, go into the you know, into the tomb and, and go down and rip the, the, the keys of sin and death out of the hands of, of Satan and, and be resurrected and then to ascend on high. He didn't do all that just so you could ask for a parking space at the mall. You driving through, oh God, give me a better parking space. This one's way too far. I'm telling you, you need to up your ask. You need to up your ask. You need to up your ask. You need to realize that, hey, I can ask for a life that no one would believe. I can lock into a future that if we told you, you wouldn't believe it. You can write your resurrection story. I don't know what area of your life death has wore itself out in, but I'm telling you, life will cause it to stand back up again. If you'll embrace him today, there's more to this Easter story than we let on. That resurrection power wasn't just for Jesus, and it wasn't just for the dead. It's for everyday life. Ray experienced resurrection power. Nicole experienced resurrection power. Brianna told you her resurrection story. Mike had resurrection. Did you see his wife? We should show you a picture of him 26 years ago. I believe. <laughs> I want you to close your book and bow your head. All of us in here, we, 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 need to, we need to be connected. You know, there, that verse, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, it, 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 go back later and read the chapter. And, and he said, you know what, uh, apart from me, there's, you, you can't do anything. You, you, you're not going to see the impossible accomplished. You, 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 you're not going to have more life than death. You, you're not going to have more joy than sorrow apart from me. But if you connect to me, you connect to me. So we need to make a connection today. We need to make certain that our hearts are, 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 are surrendered to God, that we are open to this relationship that we have that's offered that, that through Jesus Christ. And everybody in the room, we're going to pray this prayer together. And I won't embarrass you. I won't call you out. I won't have you stand. But if you're here today, you say, you know what, Pastor Tom, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to, to kick death right in the, in the crotch, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to punch the devil in the throat. I'm going to give my life to Jesus. I'm going to receive resurrection life today. If that's you, I just want to agree with you in prayer. Again, we're just everybody's going to pray it, but I want you to pray it like it's just you and Jesus. And if you're agreeing to that, I want to agree with you because if we agree together, it's going to happen. So while no one's looking around, heads are bowed, eyes are closed. If you're here and you say, Tom, this is going to be my prayer today. You know, I'm, I'm getting real with God because I need God to be real with me. Hold your hand up really high right now. Just lift it up real quick. Thank you. 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 Thank you in the back. Thank Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, man. Thank you. That's awesome. That's what it's all. That's what it's all about. Everybody here, just pray this. Just say, dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. 
I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Bible says heavens rejoice and join the party. Come on, somebody.